This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You guys want an update on my laundry? No, I don't. No, it's too stressful for me and Beep. We can't handle it. Seriously. Like I, I, it, it, I, I didn't even make it to the washer. It's just sitting next to the washer now. Dude. <sighs> now I won't sleep for three nights <laughs> thinking about your laundry. You can look at it. Jesus Christ. Let's not. See, they're just chilling. Does your wife not want to kill you? No, why? I mean, we do. She does her laundry. I do my own laundry. Like she can get mad at me for not doing my laundry. She can absolutely get mad at you for for it laying around. It's not. It's 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 neatly organized. <laughs> It'd be more neat if it was folded and put away. Yeah. Well, Beep is getting over uh, a three day sickness. <laughs> Here today is actually the first day I'm actually out of bed, which is uh, ah. chest cold, head cold. Just yeah. Hope you feel better. I oh, I I do feel better today. I actually can get up out of bed and move and and walk. So the, the past three days I've been going down this uh this YouTube rabbit hole. I really completely fucked up my uh my YouTube algorithm. Usually, you know, cool stuff comes up like, uh, you know, guitar licks or, you know, baseball highlights or wrestling or card tricks or poker stuff. But something popped up and it was this guy from, I don't know, Pennsylvania or Massachusetts or something like that, that goes around to flooded streets and unclogs the drains. Just it's raining, it's pouring. He gets a rake and he just unclogs drains. And it took me down this route. I watched... 20 of these videos from this guy and it took up like three days of my life and oh. i was enthralled completely enthralled you get him down here in miami yeah yeah i'm, I'm sure you do uh, what what's some of the weirdest rabbit holes you guys have ever taken down uh down youtube so actually i um was thinking about this uh 
with the yesterday show, I believe, when they were talking about, um, or actually when they're playing Stugatz laughing for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and that actually reminded me of these random like YouTube videos I used to watch of uh, like uh, simulating like schizophrenic uh, audio hallucinations. And like it's just people laughing in the background and like whispering creepy things and it like nonsensical, just like Stugatz. And I thought definitely Roy is going crazy if he's listening to this shit for, uh, for seven hours straight. Serenity now. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, what about yourself? Um, probably. Oh, we got on this kick of uh, watching people do like ASMR videos, mm. and it was so like it. I don't know. It was weird. It was like. Um, like ripping paper for 20 solid minutes and then like a ceiling fan on. Oh, it was the weirdest thing ever. And yet I couldn't stop watching them. And the girls and I would watch them together for like days. So strange. Yeah. They, they, they completely suck you in. Lou, what about yourself? Uh, I don't really go down rabbit holes on YouTube. Not, I, I only go on YouTube to watch it like old punk, punk bands. You're killing me. Okay, I'm sorry, right. I don't. I mean, I I know I I go down like if I do go down conspiracy theories, it's just I read up on, you know, microchips and QAnon. It's not real. Before QAnon got like creepy, more intense. Like this was like a year ago, like when it first started. Really was was following the movement just because it was really funny to listen to a guy named Q. But that rhyme with kids, like, do you guys have a fake laugh? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i'll <laughs> draw that there was, there was a point when they i didn't realize that they were playing like the laughing like i i was i got like caught up and i was doing something i was writing an email and then i just come back in i keep hearing the laugh being going over and i'm like I, i'm not i'm not quite realizing that they're playing the tape and so I realized, like, man, Stu is just, like, laughing his ass off, and he's not stopping. Then I realized, like, oh, they're playing the clip, but it was so – it just seemed so natural for him just to be laughing for no reason that I just kind of thought that it was just part of the show and not the, you know, the playback. Yeah. So, uh, Flem, what w- what about you? What is uh, – what's kind of a weird rabbit hole that you've been just, like, dragged down on YouTube? Oh, Jesus Christ. It's everything I do in life is getting dragged down to YouTube. So this week, though, uh, most recent one is um, after having to get like secondary blood. Hold on. For bed, buddy. Hi, Sammy. Hello. Good night. <laughs> you know what that looked like? Flem, that looked like that old NPR video where like the guy's doing the ad and, <laughs> in, and then like. No, it, 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 no, it looked like it because you like look around like, oh, something's coming, and then it just came in. It would have been funny. If it, was... <laughs> it looked like he, it looked you're, like he knew no, I was straight out of jail. Your wife, like, came like runt stumbling in, fell on the ground. That one, right? Oh, that one, yeah. The, the whole thing of the she would never, she knows so much about where the cameras are, she never wants to be in front of them. Um, no, so I mean, honestly, anything I do on YouTube is a rabbit hole, but this week. Uh, paranoia or the last week paranoia was like going through a rabbit hole of what blood test results could potentially mean if something was high. So I convinced myself that like organs were dying and it turned out like that one day I was just dehydrated and everything came back normal today. So, Fair yeah. Enough. Um, so yeah, 
Are we allowed to do that? Or do you want me to go funny? Because John Mulaney was well, one that, that that's, we that's talked about. That's a fantastic start there. Um, but let me get everyone caught up here. Welcome to the Post Post Game. This is uh, at BeepCount on Twitter. Joined tonight, as always, by uh, Kij. That is at the underscore Kij. I got Lou Rafter in sales. That is at Stugatz Army 790. I've got Pam. That is at Halloween Basic on Twitter. And also Frank Fleminem Raps. That is at Fleminem underscore Raps on Twitter. What's up, guys? Okay. It is good to see you. It is good to be seen by you. Yeah. Um, so a couple of topics that uh, that we were kind of kicking around was um, some movies that you will always stop on, uh, whether it's on TV, you've seen them a hundred times. What is uh, a little twist on this? What is a comedian that you will always stop on that is not one of the big ones? Like, you know, you're, you're, uh, John John Mulaney's, James Mulvaney's, your Kevin Hart's, your Chris Rock's. What are some of those kind of second or third tier comedians that you will always stop on? Eddie Izzard. Ooh, Eddie Izzard. That's so a great one. Go Eddie ahead. Izzard. I was too excited. I was afraid somebody would steal it. He's so good. That's a good one. He's hilarious. I got. I got. It. It's. I mean. It, it's. He's famous, but he's like not famous. Uh. I, I I really like old Tim Allen uh, things. Anything with old Tim Allen. Okay. Like average, average Joe, uh, like that one. And then any anytime Home Improvement is on, like I'm I'm watching. I know it's not a movie, but if it's on, I'm 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 watching it. No, that 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 totally works. What about you? So yeah, no, I think uh, an underrated one. Speaking of another Eddie, Eddie Griffin, Freedom of Speech. Uh, in 2007 was one of the best stand-ups from somebody that didn't really have a lot of classics, but freedom of speech is to me, one of the better stand-ups. And I guess Cat Williams mm-hmm. counts because at the time he was one of the big ones, but there's not a stand-up for Cat Williams. I don't stop on. I, I saw a kid start nodding as if I may have taken his answer, <laughs> like 20 things from the weekend. So my apologies if I did, but those are like the two um, I think that come to mind immediately. I used to listen to Cat Williams all the time. Uh, but actually, I haven't in a while, so I need to get back onto that. Um, actually, the one that I listen to or watch really um, random YouTube videos, no matter how long or short, whenever I see them like pop up on YouTube, is Russell Peters. Even though it's pretty huge, yes, uh, not everyone's super into him, and not everyone really knows that much about him. But he's hilarious, like funniest Canadian I've ever seen. Yeah, he's an Indian Canadian guy, really? and uh, he's like really good at interacting with the crowd and like poking fun of them. And not necessarily being offensive all the time, but he's just hilarious. His observational humor is great too. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you on on that one. Russell Peters is probably one of my favorite. I, I would call him a second tier, you know, uh, comedian. Um, the the two that I will always stop on doesn't matter how many times I've seen their specials. Is uh, they're both actually dead. Is uh, John Panette and Mitch Hedberg. Uh, if you haven't seen either one of those two, look them up on YouTube. John Panette and Mitch Hedberg, those are probably the two comedians that I would say are unmissable. I would confer, confer on Mitch Hedberg. That's that's what I was going to. I was like, I don't, I don't, because I don't do a lot of whole stand notes, but like when Mitch Hedberg comes on, like you know it. And I'll, you know, even if it's, I'd listened to it like, you know, just recently, it's the same one. I'll still go back and listen to it again because it's, it's hilarious. Now, without going famous, like individual comedians, one thing I will stop on if I happen to see it on late night 
is like the old like BET stand-up comedies with like Bruce Bruce, um, things like that. Just because I just feel like I want to relive the moment. Like I don't know if I'm still gonna find them funny. Although I think more times than not I do. But just to relive like those years of like being a teenager eating <laughs> Jack in the Box at three a.m. Um, after indulging in some herbs, watching like BT stand-up right. comedy because that's kind of what got me into it, right? That and the Hollywood version of Kings of Comedy that brought comedians to the big stage. But BT stand-up, so anything, I, anytime I see that, I think it's funny. But, but did y'all already and uh, did y'all already see movies that y'all rewatch? We we can get right in there. Oh, okay, I have. Okay. I have, there's so many. Curious. It's there's a lot for me. If there, any, pretty much any action movie that has Arnold Schwarzenegger. Stallone and Bruce Willis. If it's something I've seen like Die Hard, I'm turning it on. If Predators on, uh, Commando. Uh, for some reason, Blade comes to mind. If that's on, I'll probably keep watching it. Pretty much any action movie, uh, I've seen it and I'll 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 rewatch it. But so all action movies, regardless of as long as it's those three actors, yeah. it's an action movie. You'll Good just still another, another one. So t- talking about uh, Bruce Willis, what about Lucky Number Slevin? Great. Oh, my God. What a good movie. No, that's a, that's an underrated movie. Now, I don't stop to rewatch. I'm anti-rewatching movies. I hate watching a movie more than twice. But that is a great movie if we're just talking rating them. With new movies, fun. Because I saw your post. And I was like, I'm the same way. Like, you know, when the new Marvels or Soul Wars comes out, like, my wife will want to go see it again. I'm like, nope, I'm good. Like, I need, I need at least a year for a new movie to rewatch it again. Yeah, so inside tip, the only time I've ever rewatched new movies because I'm like you, Lou, uh, and probably with classics too. Like outside of standups, I don't rewatch movies, maybe some comedies, but the only time I rewatch a movie that's new is I traveled a lot before the pandemic for work. And there are certain movies like the Marvel specifically, where like the Endgame, my wife and I are huge fans. Well, she wouldn't want to go opening weekend because she hates crowds and all that. So I would go on like a work trip the next week, watch it by myself in theater, never taller never told her i had to fake cry to i love you 3000 um the second time because we went to watch it wow so that's the only time i really watch is to not let my wife know <laughs> that i watched the movie without her while out of town by myself look how he turned his chair and kind of put his ear toward the door too to see if she was standing there <laughs> and i had two headphones on so i'm positive i'm gonna get caught <laughs> one, one of those movies that i always rewatch, and it's because it's like more complicated kind of like chronologically and whatnot and you always kind of or at least i always find something new or remind about something that i forgot previously and that's a pulp fiction Ooh, just great movie so many storylines like all jumbled together and i love it all bruce willis see fits my category (laughs) right it does i mean pretty much anything you know quentin tarantino i'm gonna stop on doesn't matter how many times i've seen it um the hateful eight that one's that one's kind of climbing up there I've seen about two or three times really? now. Yeah, I've seen about two or three times now, and it's it's climbing up the ladder of the uh, the Quentin Tarantino uh, category for me. Um, one that I will always stop on is Shawshank Redemption. A hundred times I've seen it, and I will I will continuously watch it till the day I die. Yeah, and I can't like. A movie that has a suspense of how it's going to end, like like it's actually meaningful to the movie, I can't rewatch. Like I can see action because it doesn't matter, right? Like as long as there's kick ass. But what are you saying, Pam? I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was just going to say I'm not a movie rewatcher. I have a hard time even like sitting through one. Yes. But I will stop, and this is totally out of character for me. Um, if Tombstone or Young Guns is on, I will stop. <laughs> Every time, 
I'm I love both of those movies so I much. I got two guns, one for each of you. <laughs> I love. I, that's another. That's I, I know. I know so many quotes from that movie too. Uh, Full admission. When she said Tombstone, my ass was thinking like Tomb Raider. I was like, what's up, Angelina Jolie? And I was so... I, I got it once you did the quote, but initially I was like, I did not peg Pam as uh, Angelina Jolie. No. But so Pam, how, how about the uh, the psychological thrillers like, uh, you know, Inception or Shutter Island? No. Where, like, no, you, you know this you know place is coming? Yeah. yeah really? Once I know, I don't no. care. Like even if there's you know one or two key pieces that you you know kind of didn't catch the first time that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's not like a, a very lyrical hip hop album where I got to go back and find like puns that I missed. I'm like if I missed it, I missed it, but the outcome is still the same. Like the the payoff is already there. Um, yeah, right. I don't my but Pam has a different take that she had mentioned because we were talking about this um, yesterday about what you're watching. I think most of us. Actually, I think I'm the only one that really agree on. I don't rewatch anything, but everybody has their things they rewatch. Pam does something that is way worse than rewatching, not rewatching. Pam, you want to talk about your spo- self spoiling, which is almost like <laughs> a weird thing of like punishing your like skip. It's like picking scabs as a child, right? Like, why are you doing this to yourself? Like, I don't want to be happy. It's not, who I am. It's not. It's not who I was made to be. So when we start a movie. I will get on my phone like the first 10 or 15 minutes and I will look up spoilers online and read all the way through and then decide if it's worth my time or not. And then if it has like a stupid ending or the, it's not who I thought the killer was, then I can move on with my life. I can do a crossword puzzle. I can leave the room because I don't care anymore. Wow. That's insane to all of us, right? Like, no, yeah. we were all going to just sit here and just silently look at you. I don't have seconds. time. I don't have time to sit there all night if I'm not, <laughs> if I'm going to end up not caring. Pam, I with all listen. due respect, as many times as we have, as we have wasted your time on a Zoom, it's <laughs> not even a podcast. We know you have the time. Eight nights a week. <laughs> I, I can't do that to myself. And the worst part, and I have accidentally done it to myself and husbands here. So beep and Lou, you, I don't know. As we watch as if I've seen it before. And so she's like, who is he? Is this going to be this? And I'm like, Hey, we're going to find out together because I wouldn't make you watch this movie if I saw it already. That's, and that's so there are times. Yes. And there's times where I get so like, like, uh, I start Googling something on like just out of the subconscious. And then I find out a random fact about, what's going to happen. It's usually like, if it's like a murder movie about a real murder, like something that's truly was in the news. And then I get mad there. Like if not like, a, I'm not going to spoil a movie that's fiction. You got to go. I feel like there's this subconscious pressure of like, get me answers now, you peasant. Have y'all gone through this? No, that's why I watch. I, my I, my spend my Saturday mornings like while we, I let the wife sleep in, the daughter watches her shows and I put on my headphones and I watch really really sometimes awesome action movies and sometimes just really bad. Like I'm I'm watching an Italian it's it's an Italian action film called The Beast, and <laughs> it's 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 kind of like if um oh what's the Liam Neeson movie uh take it's like Taken. But like, but has some really dramatic things in between. And the guy, 
he's all he's like the same thing he's like an old military vet been beat up he's gone through like hell he's on anti-meds his family hates him daughter gets kidnapped and he has to go like kind of find it but like he doesn't seem like really good because everywhere he goes he gets stabbed and beat up and just like i don't i'm waiting for him to turn into the beast um and that one is yeah so that's uh, that's what i watch a lot of korean action movies too are also like really good (laughs) So you told me Korean action and John, uh, who is also learning, has tried to convince me to watch like Korean rom-coms. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm probably not like, it's like he's never known me a day of the <laughs> chat to think I'm going Korean rom-com. But, uh, well, wait. What? Okay. What? Okay. Everybody Hang stop. On. Go ahead. Hang on. Take it. Hang on. Hold <laughs> on. Okay. Everybody take a breath here. <laughs> so in the chat, Kish just threw an absolute <laughs> pipe bomb into our chat. Crazy. And I quote, I think someone is having sex in the apartment above me. <laughs> this is the second time tonight. Um, so good for them. I mean, right? not lasting very long, but you know, I'm not judging. Like it's only a few seconds. Like it shouldn't seconds. be because you're zooming with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting any right now. I <laughs> I'm a little jealous. Not gonna lie. So hold on, is it is it the noise? Is it the physical noise of furniture slap meets wall, or is it vocals, or is it like a perfect DJ mix of both? What are you hearing? Yeah, so it's mainly the the percussion of some headboard hitting a wall, and then uh, some very light groaning. I actually haven't really noticed. I've always assumed it was just people walking around loudly. Maybe they're doing sit ups. That's the thing. Maybe they're doing like a home workout. Maybe. But my roommate has been saying that he hears it like at least once a week. And uh, I think it's my first time actually realizing that he's probably right. Well, I want to tie this together then. So we're talking movies and we're talking sex at the apartment. Kids, because we're talking like married stuff that you do with wives or rewatching if you're bored or if you just don't want to be happy like Pam. But kids, <laughs> what's your go-to? Like, let's say that like a girl's actually come over, hang out and you got to like just watch a movie, Netflix and chill. What's the movie you pull out as the single young guy? Pull oh, out being the phrase that should not have been used there. But <laughs> but you should actually. <laughs> what's the what's the movie you go to to be like, hey, come over, we can watch this. It's entertaining for both of us. And that you think works. Cause I think guys, we suck at this. So we probably all make girls when we're single watch stupid movies. But I'm curious what yours is. No, it's definitely never like a movie, because right, like I'm not trying to spend two hours just like wasting my time, you know. So you want to watch something actually short and like kind of funny. So you can kind of get that out of the way, maybe talk about it on the side and then figure out what, what the move is. Get Whoa. some chemistry, figure out what the interest is. I didn't know anybody ever planned on getting through the movie. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was the intention. Wait. Like you really <laughs> want to see the ending to this movie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Movies are a lot for banter, you know, like you can't really talk during them and actually have a conversation where it's like, like a sketch show or something. I don't know, like SNL or something. Yeah. You can kind of talk about it. Okay, I get it. Fair enough. So speaking of rewatching stuff, uh, Flem, I saw that you just started uh, watching Mr. Robot. Oh, Jesus. This so movie. so I, I've i watched the first, I think, two and a half seasons, but this is about four or five years ago. Okay. And I just started rewatching it, I think a day before you actually posted it. And I'm already middle- I actually just started season two uh, yeah. today. So what are your initial thoughts on? So on we're, we're in the about, about the same spot, although you've seen it. So initially, let me be clear. I hate, I was recommended this movie by a friend 
who did a foreshadowing and luckily she didn't spoil it i found out later the foreshadowing of fight club which if you've seen it you understand there's foreshadowing where she just talked about talking to yourself throughout i hate shows like that more than likely a fight club great movie but i hate shows that the main character is talking to himself and netflix does this a lot of like people that are out there killing people and doing so initially like what i tweeted the other day wasn't a joke i was like i'm like all these episodes in, I have no clue if I like it. I think I'm just lazy. And then when season one ends and the twist comes, and I'm not gonna do spoiler alert, although the movie was out and or the show was out before, um, I was all in. I was like, all right, I, I'm here for this. I'm here for the twist. I'm here for the psycho, and I'm here for like anybody whose eyes can stay. Uh, I guess John. Holy shit, I'm gonna lose this. Stevo. I'm like John. Stevo level of like Bugged wide out. and yeah, yeah like the actor's eyes are like the entire time I'm like you know that's a dedication so so far i'm sold on mr robot yeah wait and- wait until you get to the middle of season two because there's another twist that's about to come that's gonna blow your fucking mind so yeah I'll, I'll get to it tonight like i like everything else in my life i'm addicted to anything i do like on day one so i went through season one this weekend i just started rewatching it tonight because my wife falls asleep through most of them yeah so i'll, I'll probably get through that tonight and we can uh recap but mr robot if you haven't seen it fucking absurd like it it, it truly is an actually good show i was like i yeah and, and christian slater good for him right what a comeback that's yeah. that's the comeback of 2015 right there kids is like who's christian slater like do you know who christian slater is nope maybe i know his face. the name sounds familiar i'm not good with actors names it's hard i think it's hard rain or hard waters with him i think morgan freeman's in it but he's like a cop and the town floods nope don't know that one anyone Hard it. water, hard hard rain or hard water. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, you look Carson's him up. Better. I don't know if you would actually know who he is though, Kish, because Christian Slater is kind of one of those late '80s, early '90s heartthrobs almost. That then he kind was of... in Young Guns, the movie that I will watch a thousand times. There you go. Yeah, is it because of Christian Slater? Yeah. Watch Young Guns tonight, kids. The the friend that recommended (laughs) Mr. Robot, she is also obsessed with uh, Christian Slater, so I don't think it had anything to do with the plot twist that she recommended it, or that she found it, not that she recommended it. Fair enough. I don't think she thought I was a fan of Mr. Uh, Christian Slater. Ooh, what is uh, Broken Arrow? Ooh, classic. John Travolta, Broken Arrow? Yeah. Right. Okay. Right? He's in that, right? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yes, he is. Where we have a Broken Arrow. All right. <laughs> Who's next on the Lopics? So uh, I a couple of, I, I had something. So they talked about where were the nicknames going? Where did where did they come up with nicknames yesterday? I'm giving a, drawing a little blank, but they were going over nicknames for somebody yesterday. They were just talking about nineties baseball nicknames. Um they talked about uh Travis Hafner, Pronk. Okay. They were, they were trying to figure out the name uh of uh Big Donkey. Uh, it was Adam. That's Dunn. what it was. The big donkey. Yeah, big donkey was, was big Adam, sexy. Adam, yeah, big sexy. So Rich, Richie Saxon. Um, this this has always been my contention that baseball has the greatest nicknames out of any sport ever, and there's there's no way around it. Um, I, I guess I can't disagree with that. I feel like baseball writers are like way more dedicated to the sport, and they're way more like involved in the threading of this sport and they're the ones who usually give nicknames right like it's usually not the players it's 
the writers that end up coming up with these nicknames, at least from my understanding. Um, but no, I, I can't disagree. I'm not even a baseball fan, but I don't know of any cool, like nickname. I mean, there's always cool nicknames in other sports, but like on a consistent basis. I mean, you know, you've got, you know, big Ben, you know, slash, um, Cordell Stewart. That was a hell of a name, a hell of a nickname. Anybody? Yeah, I mean, like Charles Barkley, I think is like the king of nicknames. If you go into 15. Who? 15 nicknames. <laughs> yeah, 15 nicknames. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Barkley is. Oh, but then you go, if you really want to go rogue, you can go and one where you get like and half man, half amazing. The professor. Yeah. Helicopter. Hot sauce. Oh. The OG. But what I wanted to talk about, not just athlete nicknames, is how weird it is. So, those of y'all who don't know, outside of Kij and maybe a few others, uh, most of us are like middle aged adults whatever you consider your life expectancy to be for middle age. I don't, I don't plan on living past 70. So I'll consider the middle age. Uh, And we all of a sudden have nicknames because of Twitter accounts meets a podcast. And like at the age of 35, my, my nickname being Flem, uh, which is probably (laughs) upon the worst of them, but you still have like Flem is so horrible and that you spell it wrong and it's even worse. But then you got beep, you got pandemic P lace and P lace is so like gangster that it's just funny. Lou, <laughs> Bruce, Pete, like, and that's just this specific podcast, right? You keep going and you have steaks and you have crisp and crispy. And like, at, at what point does outside of this weird community, does the average 30 plus year old gain a nickname <laughs> and it's just like who they are like people can call me phlegm and i act like it's nothing and people call you beep and so i like who this, this is the only place that happens right like there's no other place in which in your mid-30s you gain a nickname maybe playing playing like a intramural sport have you played an intramural sport no i oh. I, I haven't played intramurals I, I i've played you know like um um, you know, adult rec league stuff, but never like intramural stuff. Okay. Yeah, like who'd want to go by Frank when you can go by Flem? Frank's the most boring name in the world. This is true. If you're not listening, if if your name is Frank, chances are you're not going to amount to anything. Frankie. <laughs> are, we're not making his Frankie. friends call them Frankie. Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, well, uh, that's that's going to uh, lead us into the weekly beep count uh, brought to you by at beep count. On the 22nd of February, we had a total beeps of 220, a segment length of 11 minutes and 20 seconds, which brings us to a 19.42 BPM, which was up 41.4% week over week. That's a big jump there. Quarterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen. <laughs> and uh, that's going to do it here tonight for the uh, post-post game show. This has been at Beep Count, uh, joined once again, as always, by at the underscore Kij, at Stugat's Army 790, at Halloween Basic, and at Fleminem underscore Raps. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.